0: Now we will turn to the featured guest interview with DeFi Beats. I will uh, do a brief introduction again because this is the second episode of the week and we're still trying to figure out how this is all gonna work. Um, so just as a quick reminder, I'm Adam Miller. I'm the CEO of MyDAO. Uh, MyDAO is a legal entity solution provider for DAOs. And before I did my DAO, I did consulting for people starting and operating DAOs. I'm here with DeFi Beats. Uh, DeFi Beats has a lot of experience with DAOs, actually studied organizational design, among other things. If you want to hear his uh, original introduction, go to the first episode from earlier in in the week. But for the interview, we're going to start with a slightly different uh, question asking DeFi Beats to introduce himself. Would you tell us, DeFi Beats, um, about your background and especially how did you get into Web3 and DAOs in the first place?
1: The fun story I like to tell at parties, because I'm, I'm great at parties, <laughs> is I I met, I got rugged, as we all do. My first, so oh, actually, I'll make this fast. So I, um, Constitution, DAO, everything happened. Held on to my people tokens because I could not afford to trade them in to get my refund. So I was like, I'll oh, hold on to this. It's a memento. Uh, some people got a hold of it. DGEN's gonna degen the price like 10X. And I wasn't planning on making money off of Constitution Dow. Um, but the token was trading and I it, it um I didn't the gas was so expensive back then that I like literally my like $50 donation um, was would have been eaten up by the gas, but my fifty dollar donation turned to like 500 bucks on the open market. So I traded it in, uniswapped it for some ETH, and bought my first NFT with it. Um, it's actually uh, not right wow. now because it's it's, it's uh, Halloween, but after Halloween I'll I'll, tr- I'll go back to the original, my first ever NFT that I bought, and it was a rug. Um, so got a really wow. good Web three experience. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, I I learned a really good lesson, and in in mm. getting rugged, I met some really good people on Twitter um, that really like kind of explained some of the rules of the road to me. And so one of the people that explained the rules of the road to me uh, introduced me to Cypher, who was starting GMDAO. And GMDAO is a art studio collective, a, a generative art collective that incubated an art studio. And we have a thousand members. And there was only one way to get in. You had to solve a riddle. So every day, Cypher would put out uh, a riddle on his Twitter. And whoever, the first 10 people that answered it correctly got a spot in the DAO. And, um, I was he. He was doing it for a hundred weeks, and I got I. I jumped in at week ninety-five, so I only had five days to solve the, to solve a riddle and get in. And I really wanted to get in because the the membership had already like gone up to point two ETH, and it just seemed really cool to me. And so every day I told my girlfriend, I was like at 4.30 PM, you are not to bother me unless you want to help me solve it. Um, and these were hard. <laughs> these were hard riddles. I, I got to like, I started on day 95 out of hundred. I got to day like 98 sweating bullets. I thought I was smart. <laughs> Turns out, Yeah. So, so I solved this riddle. I eventually solved the riddle. Thank goodness. I get into GM down. I'm now part of the part, I, I now help run the treasury, which is an honor on my part. And, um, the people who joined gmdao because it was like completely fair launch we just have some of the coolest thousand people mm. i've ever met we do governance very very like by the book so i learned a ton about governance and a ton mm. about daos and i le- i really learned how to dao appropriately by like just under the stewardship of some of the some of the members of gmdao who really took the reins as soon as we had all 1000 members in we were like all right time to build And the first thing we did, like some people started building an art studio and then me, I was learning, but me and a bunch of other people immediately just built the governance structure. And we follow this, like we follow this governance structure to the T. And I think that's what makes our community very strong is that when you join, you know that there's no tomfoolery. It's like, to be quite frank, it's like we don't spend uh, one USDC without hitting quorum and snapshot voting. And that's just like one piece of, of how we do our governance. So, and that and that got me really into DAOs. So that really helped me understand that, like, governance uh, can really be a powerful tool for organization.
0: Wow, that is so interesting. Um, so, are our are membership rights uh, tradable in GM DAO, or the, mm-hmm. o- the only way to get in was to solve the riddle?
1: Yeah, you could look us up on OpenSea. We have we have, it's the GM token, and you know, people coming and out as their life dictates, like our token went up for a bit and some people decided, you know, it was a good time to exit. And that let us have new members who really wanted to be a part of this like uh, generative art community. So, uh, it's a really cool, the people who are in the DAO really want to be in the DAO.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, a lot of DAOs I talk to are worried about. Um, allowing their membership interests to be tradable on an open market in this type of situation because they they worry that like well, people will just buy it to make money or people will buy it and come create problems for us, you know, not following our rules or not getting along with the community. Do you have any issues with that kind of thing at all, or has it just been totally smooth?
1: I mean, I can't go into details, but yes, like everything you just said happens, but the, from my point of view, everything that you just said happens. But at at the end of the day, our, to be quite frank, our, our tight governance process made it a non-issue. Like, yes, anybody can come in and and stir, stir the pot. People can think of it as a financial instrument and, or not a financial instrument, people can think of it as a way to potentially make a quick buck. Um, Those people quickly get phased out. And it's because, you know, one, we have a really strong community, so that's good. But then two, our governance structure is so... Is so tight that like the second something happens, you know. So that's second someone starts to stir the pot, we go write a proposal. What are you, what are you complaining about? Like, like stop <laughs> typing on Discord and start typing into Notion. Write a proposal, and we'll vote on it. Right? If it's truly something you think is beneficial, go lobby. Go get people to vote for you.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. So you mentioned snapshot, you mentioned um Notion. Uh we'll jump to a question I usually ask later, but are there any other tools that you recommend people check out that you guys use at GM or or just that you like broadly for DAOs?
1: I hesitate. I, I'm currently on the search for a tool that does a that does a good job of skill capture. Um I know a bunch of different tools that are like attempting it. Um I know one is catapult, I know they're 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 kind of trying to solve, like crack that nut, I, I would, I would like flip it around almost. I would say, actually, I'm, I don't have a recommendation. And to be honest, I think, I think I'm, I'm very much searching for that like killer tool that will help all of us understand like who's in the DAO and what they're good at and how much time they have. So that when we have something to do, we can just click a few buttons and see the 10 people that we should reach out to. Cause I think that mm. is, that is where I get most of my, uh, wherever where I get hung up the most.
0: Interesting, yeah. A couple that come to mind for me that are somewhat related is Orange Protocol, which yeah. I know they're trying to build. It's I don't think with it's Humpty. like, yeah, with Humpty, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, I think the idea is to build this web of information so that you'll know who's good at what eventually. But when you said skill capture, that sounds a little more specific. Like let's like maybe let's just ask people like, what are you good at? What are you interested in? And Wonderverse, maybe another one that's trying to go after yeah. this problem by making bounties really open to the world and, you know, making it easier to find projects to that maybe do align with your skills. I'll have to check it out. Um, so what other projects are you working on right now that relate to DAOs?
1: I have to be careful because I've, I've assigned a, a decent amount of NDAs. Um, hmm. I would say just interesting. interesting thing, an interesting thing. So wait, that DAOs, DAOs have NDAs too? <laughs> yeah. DAOs have NDAs okay. too. And uh, I don't know if they're enforceable, but I don't want to find out. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I know you had Lou on here a couple of weeks ago. Did he talk about tokenizing?
0: Uh, not much. No, I don't think so.
1: A cool thing we're working on with the collective is, so Crypto Oracle Collective is like a, a collective of of consultants. Um, and it's almost like a VC firm in the sense that instead of clients paying you know cash, they'll pay in equity. So instead of us giving money for equity, we give talent for equity. And a lot of these clients that we work for are DAOs. And part of the problem with that is uh, you can't really pay your rent with uh, with equity, especially if it vests over two years. And so you either have to be a wealthy individual or you need to make it your side thing. And so one thing that we're doing is we're turning the collective into a DAO. And then the DAO, the collective will um, have a token. And then the token will represent all of the equity that we have or all the all the the safe, the SAFT agreements that we have with all the different uh, clients. And so this will allow people to work on DAOs uh without having to like drain that DAO of their resources, but then also have some liquidity so they can pay their rent and, and work it like three full time.
0: Mm, very cool. Interesting. Um Awesome. So let's talk about some of the challenges you've seen uh, DAOs face, at least the ones that you can talk about since you have some NDAs going as well. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what What's the most common growing pain that you've seen in DAOs in their early days of development that pose a challenge? And what would you recommend people consider to address that challenge?
1: Yeah. So I definitely come at this from an entrepreneurial mindset. So I started my own You know, Web two company five years ago, so I know, I know what it's like to start from scratch and kind of build something. And so, when I see DAOs, the the one piece of advice, or what I often see happening is people misunderstand. Well, first, we already talked about the difference between you know, structure is not the opposite of decentralization. So, if you truly want to be a DAO and you truly want to be decentralized. Um, I've seen a lot of DAOs get in trouble because they they start to pull away from structure, and like sh- pulling away from structure is going to do no one any favors, and it's not going to make you it's not going to make you more decentralized. Having a framework, having a way of doing things, like like governance frameworks, that's structure, right? So so getting away from structurelessness and and finding a way to be comfortable with decentralized structure is, I think, key to succeeding as a DAO. And then I often think of things in terms of leadership because um, one of my favorite things to do in my in my company is hire people. I love hiring people. I love working with people. I love mentoring. Um, there's a very interesting shift in DAOs that people need to learn very very quickly, and it's a difference between power and influence. So in my in my IRL job or or in my Web two company, I have power over the people that I. I try not to use it, but I have power over the people I hire. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, they are my employees. I give them a paycheck, and it is my discretion whether or not I want to uh, continue paying them month after month. Um, I don't act that way. I hope I hope it comes across that I do not believe in that like rigid thinking. But that's the way we were all brought up, and so we're used to this. We're used to employment being this like one way street. Like I do work, I get money. And DAOs have really shown us that 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 never was the contract to begin with. Like, First of all, when I hire people, employment is a two-way street. I need my employees just as much as they need their paycheck because without them, nothing gets done. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that employees is a two-way street. So what's cool about DAOs is that because we're not enacting in this formal um, employee-employer relationship, uh, especially because some people join DAOs and they get tokens, or some people join DAOs... Because they they believe in the mission, and so they're working for free. Um, And even if they're not working for free, they're not getting a salary, and so that like power dynamic starts to break down. And the the those who are used to that power often are not able to lead a DAO to success because they're trying to exercise power that doesn't exist and shouldn't exist. And instead, they should be thinking about their role as a leader in terms of influence. Right? And I try and I try and live this even when there is power, right? Because influence is a much nicer, a much better way to to lead a group than power. You don't want to hold power over. Um, But DAOs kind of, the beauty of DAOs, they, they destroy the power. And so people who are used to being bosses in the Web2 world have to now realize you no longer have power, you need to exert influence. And you do that by listening. You do that by communicating effectively what the goals are, why the goals are, and like, why you think we should go in this direction.
0: Wow, very interesting. It makes me think of uh, one of my favorite books is called Influence by Robert Cialdini. It's not gonna solve the DAO problem for people. It's just a book about how influence works between human beings and all the studies and, and social psychology behind it. Um, but but actually I think your point about leadership, I, I, love, I love that point because I think a lot of people go into DAOs thinking there's no leaders Instead of going into DAOs thinking everyone is a leader or maybe everyone can be a leader, right? Exactly. And and, because the things that leaders do in traditional organizations, those things still need to happen. People need to have, there has to be a vision that people can work towards. There has to be some structure. There has to be funding. There has to be guidance and support. There needs to be even management in some cases, like Project Man, all these things need to happen. It's just not going to come top down. It just has to come more organically from from everyone. Um, and I, I think that's especially hard because at least if I think about my experience when I was really new to DAOs and I was just like joining DAOs, I didn't even really know what that meant, but I was joining Discord servers and saying, hey, how can I help? Um, I felt very nervous speaking up really at all, let alone coming into a meeting and taking you know taking on the role of leader and trying to influence people and trying to get you know to encourage things to happen maybe in a better way I just felt really nervous because, you know, I, I guess in the traditional world, you just you wouldn't usually do that right away. You, you'd wait a long time. You'd wait till you really understand the environment, the context, the culture, and then maybe you'd start to step up more as a leader. But with DAOs, I feel like we don't have that luxury. We kind of need people to just come in and start leading right away, and maybe find out faster if it's the right fit or not for them. But at least then you have people leading.
1: One thing we're trying to solve at Bankless Consulting is that that mindset is good and it definitely selects for selects for really like engaged people however I it does run the risk of leaving people behind right it's no it's no secret like we're two white men right now right and it's like that type of that type of uh philosophy of just like go out be loud like knock down all the doors until you get the the position that you you think you deserve like that that doesn't work for everybody, and I think it's our responsibility. And, and I'm actually the the talent coordinator for Bankless Consulting. I think about this a lot. I think it's my responsibility to figure out how we can still maintain that go getter like people kind of co- like people raise their hand and and make their way to the top without accidentally leaving behind people who just don't feel comfortable being loud and like knocking down doors. And it's it's a very hard problem. I'm actually all ears. If anybody if anybody out there. Um, feels like they have a solution. I definitely want to hear it because um, I think that's the, one of the coolest things about DAOs. But then one of the biggest dangers is that we have we run the risk of leaving certain people behind.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. So I, I guess there have to be. I mean, is, does it relate to onboarding? You know, is that a big part of it that we need onboarding so that no matter. What a person's personality type, if they can add value to the DAO, they'll find themselves kind of sucked in and educated and supported until they're adding value rather than this environment where if they don't speak up, they're just going to end up leaving. So um, broadly speaking, if you had to give one piece of advice to anyone who is thinking about starting a DAO, or let's actually say they recently started a DAO they're either a contributor, they're a leader, right? Whether they're at the top or the bottom, or there is no top and bottom, this is a person who's a leader. Um, What do they need to know? Or what would you encourage them to think about to help them be successful?
1: Be very intentional on who your starting team is. So for instance, like if you're just, if it's just you, then you might not be starting a (laughs) DAO because um, starting with one is inherently centralized. So that means that you're going to have to have, you're going to have to, expand to at least let's call it four to to be a DAO. so be very intentional with who those individuals are um and get used to disagreeing um i this agreement i feel like is the lifeblood of daos and is going to change at least american culture i don't know how it's going to change other cultures but mm. i've i found this um with daos that are a little bit bigger but i think this happens at all levels or like the first time i ever wrote my first proposal um it got ripped to absolute shreds and i was i was a nervous wreck i was like oh my god like this is never going to pass how am i going to make all these people see my way and they were ripping my proposal to shreds up until like the moment we voted and then when we voted it got passed unanimously <laughs> not a single person voted no and it wasn't because i answered everyone's question like a scholar it was because like disagreement or, or having a difference in opinion uh, or asking really hard questions is also not the, oppo- is not the opposite of agreeing, right? I can agree with you, but I can agree that Web3 is going to change the world, but I can also be critical of it. I can also ask really hard questions about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it makes me think to reflect on that and the prior topic we were talking about, you know, like inclusion, like certain things like confidence are going to be skills that everyone needs, even in a DAO right? It doesn't matter what environment you're in. We, we need to both build the environment so that it's supportive of people, even if they don't yet have confidence. But it seems like that's an example of a trait that like, whether it's a DAO or a company, people are going to need confidence, people are going to need self-esteem so that they can get through difficult situations and, you know, still come out on the other side. Um, so it sounds like there's some things we won't be able to avoid.
1: Yeah. And I think the beauty of DAOs, at least right now with the group that we've all kind of like, like right now you're either in web three or you think it's uh, the worst thing that's ever been invented. And (laughs) for the time, for the time being, we've in my, in my experience, we've attracted a, a really nice group of people. So like we could disagree for 30 hours while we're like fighting over, over a proposal. And then, you know, later on we're on discord and we're just chatting and supportive and people are saying like, good job. And, and like, everyone's being very nice and supportive. And I think, um, I think that really does help with the building of the confidence because it's like you know we have to have hard conversations but at the end of the day we come together and we're all we're all aiming for the same goal so like no one's mad at each other everyone's supportive it's just that like you can be supportive and also critical at the same time
0: so challenging question and last question before we turn to the conclusion what what is that goal that we're all working
1: towards together oh that's a good question. I'm going to just attempt to answer it without any caveats because I can just caveat myself to death. Um, I, think, I think every person in Web3 is sick and tired of something, and I think hmm. we can name those somethings. I think there's a good we – can, we can probably name them with two hands, and we're all here because we have a, a vague sense that this is going to alleviate, get rid of, make easier that something. And I think some of us are here for one and some of us are here for six. But at the end of the day, I think we're all hoping that we can take those 10 or however many there are and lower them enough to the point where we are having a much easier time and having a much better time without these sort of uh, challenges living over us constantly.
0: I love that. That's an awesome way of putting it. Um... I'm going to start thinking about what's my something or my somethings that I'm trying to get away from, (laughs) because I'll I'll bet that they're there for me, too. Um, DeFi Beats, this has been awesome. Um, Before we uh, close, would you tell us where can we find you and your projects on the web and on social? And feel free to shill as many as you want.
1: Yeah, find me uh, on Twitter at uh, DeFi underscore Beats. Uh, check out my uh, consulting company hcqconsulting.com we're actually starting a, uh, a crypto lobbying firm so we're really excited to to kind of strap on the gloves and, and try and get uh, the united states to to kind of feel a little bit more favorably about about crypto and web3 so feel free to dm me uh, if you have any ideas about what we should be fighting for um, check me out at uh bankless dow and bankless consulting come say hi i'm the talent coordinator so i'd love to get you uh, situated and feel free to check out GMDAO uh, on OpenSea or our Discord's created. So on OpenSea, and feel free to DM me if you want to learn more about that.
0: And everywhere you go by
1: DeFi Beats, is that right?
0: Yep. So you can find me at
1: DeFi Beats uh, on Twitter and on Discord.
0: Awesome. And uh, everyone can find me on Twitter at 0xthriller. You can find MyDAO at MyDAODS, that's M-I-D-A-O-D-S, or at MyDAO.org. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider leaving us a review on whatever platform you're using. It really does help other people find us. DeFi Beats, this has been so much fun, so interesting, so informative. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. This was a blast. And for the audience, are you thinking about starting a DAO? Just DAO it. Just is it is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Just it does not contain any legal or financial advice. My Dow also does not provide legal or financial advice, and nor does your host. Yours truly.